Welcome back to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to hit the download button and subscribe to our podcast where podcasts are available. Back to another episode of the Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. I don't know why I say that because we already have an intro that's pre-recorded, mm-hmm. or we don't have to keep saying that. But welcome, cut it. Yeah, welcome back. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few different things. Um, as you all know, we are still unfortunately dealing with <laughs> another presidential election. Um, but on the bright side, we had a debate of the vice presidential. What? We had a debate for the vice presidents. Um, vice presidential race what am i saying potential the the potential vice presidents debated each other thank you i don't know my words are over over the place today hard girl so um what's his name pence with the fly (laughs) and kamala harris um we're also going to be talking about um the newest update on the megan the stallion versus tory lane's case we've all been waiting yes um also in the rehab corner we're going to be talking about uh, mental health and your job as well as misleading coworkers. um and then we'll also be talking about some wonderful things in the social media part of our podcast. So stay tuned and you're already here. So just keep listening. Pretty much. You already got the views. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So in this week um, on, was it Tuesday, I believe? Cause I didn't watch it like live when it happened. I actually watched it um, later on anyway. Um, so Kamala Harris and what is Pence's first name? Mike, right? Mike Pence. Is that Mike sounds Pence? good to me? Joe Pence? No, it's no, Mike Pence. Joe Biden. Mike Pence. It's definitely Mike Pence. Um, Michael. Michael. Um, so they had their presidential, vice presidential debate this week, which was very interesting, and there was a lot of um, chatter about it. Um, I think Black Twitter was probably the funniest and most gave the most hilarious commentary. Always. Um, basically, Kamala Harris just professionally told Mike Pence, "Shut the fuck up" the whole time. Oh, um, shut the fuck she, up. <laughs> she was very much like, Mr. Vice President, Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm speaking. Shut the fuck up professionally. I'm speaking. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And um, the most interesting part of the whole entire debate, no one remembers anything that these people even talked about. They didn't even really debate anything of their policies, procedures that they plan to put in place. Um, it really, the fly on Mike Pence's head took the show. It's, his hair is so white. It is. If his hair had been any other color, yeah. I swear it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Absolutely. But but I think more of the bigger deal was that when does a fly ever just land on you and stay? It was all that gel. It got stuck. Well, he was moving around, though. <laughs> just It was the, hanging on for dear the life. The fly was moving around. And I just... Like a lot of people on social media were going in talking about, oh, you know, this is what happens, you know, when you're just full of shit, <laughs> flies <laughs> just start coming around you. And then all the memes that people put out. I know there was this one little um, little video that they put out with the with the fly. He had like a little bottle of cranberry juice and he just sitting on top of Mike Pence's head. Oh, like that guy. <laughs> like, what is his name? Uh, Big Dog or sweet whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think his name is Justin... Justin something. He was on uh, American Idol. <laughs> he could turn into a little bite-sized guy for Dr. Pepper. But it was freaking oh hilarious. Um, but yeah, so basically... Justin Guarini? Guarini. What did I say? I don't was? know, but did you watch From Justin to Kelly? 
I did watch that oh, movie. I'm because so glad. One of my sisters was obsessed with Justin Gordini. What? Yeah. Guari- what? I, what was it called? What was the name? It of? was called From Justin to Kelly. No, but I'm saying the, the guy's name, Justin Gordini. Is Guar- that his name? I'm not telling you again. Gorini. Guarini. Guarini. Where am I getting Gordini from? <laughs> I don't know. Justin G U A R I N I. Yeah. 2003, great year from Justin to Kelly. Yeah. Well, remember she won and sung a moment like this and she cried. Oh, Kelly. Yeah, it was lame. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was it was pretty funny. But I think the funniest part, uh, even with the fly piggybacking off of that, um, Joe Biden and his wonderful pettiness, which I am so appreciative of, he literally started selling fly swatters and they sold out <laughs> in hours. I was like, thank you, Joe Biden. You have clearly hung out with enough black people. No, he just hired petty. enough millennials on his social media advertising very team true. that they're like, we got to capitalize. Well, you know, his his um, his campaign uh, director or manager, campaign manager is uh, Simone Sanders and she's a CNN commentator. And first of all, I love her because she knows how to professionally read. Um, so, yeah, it was quite funny. But let's go into some of these clips of things that um, Pence and, and Senator Kamala Harris were talking about. I want to ask if Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. So I think the moderator was really getting on my nerves um, for the whole vice presidential debate. Um, she was very one-sided, I felt like. Um, she had no control, as did the other moderator, for the uh, presidential debate. What's a moderator in 2020, you know? Very true. Well, cut the mic. You should have a soundboard where you can mute their mics. And we're done. And we're done. I gave you two minutes and you're going over. And she literally allowed him to talk over her the entire time. And just his just misogynistic attitude, just like, I have to weigh in. I have to weigh in. Actually, you don't. You can be respectful. And the fact that she had to keep professionally telling you to shut up, you can't have a civilized conversation just like your other counterpart. So um, there was also um, one part that the moderator asked about the COVID vaccine and if they would take it, if you know, there was a, the vaccine that came out. It's a no for me though. It's a definite no. So this was Kamala Harris's uh, response to that question. If the Trump administration approves a vaccine before or after the election, should Americans take it and would you take it? If the public health professionals, if Dr. Fauci, if the doctors, Tell us that we should take it. I'll be the first in line to take it. Absolutely. But if Donald Trump tells us I should t- that we should take it, I'm not taking it. Shout, Shout out Dr. Fauci. Meow, 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 meow. You already know how I feel. <laughs> but you know what pissed me off through this whole, um, even just this week, or, or with, the, with the whole uh, vice presidential debate, was how, again, Kamala Harris, even though I am not a fan of hers, let me just be very clear, I'm still going to vote for her regardless. Um, but I don't necessarily um, like her track record, and I'm, that's... Okay, but did you see that picture of her from when she was in her 20s? Yeah, she's beautiful. She she's a beautiful woman. Fuck. She's a beautiful woman. She's still beautiful, but I was yeah. just like, wow. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. Yeah. So what? one thing that I didn't like was, um, of course, I am not a watcher of Fox News. However, because we're doing a podcast, I have to do research. So anyway, um, I did go on Fox News and just the amount of hypocrisy that was on this channel, they were just, oh, I just don't think that the debate went very well. I definitely think that Mike Pence won. 
and Kamala Harris was making all these faces and all these facial expressions. But at the same time on social media, there was somebody that played a clip of the Fox News commentary versus Trump making all these faces and acting like a freaking two year old. Um, I really felt like Kamala Harris really kept her composure and was very professional and was very classy um, in her responses and how she even handled the disrespect that came from Mike Pence. But of course, she's a black woman. They're going to make her into the angry black woman, even when she was not being. And um, what was interesting was that um, so she's the lighter of black women choices for that position. But whatever. Yeah, that's true. Well, it, even to um, uh, Amanda Seals, she posted something that I thought was um, very wonderful. So, okay. yeah. So basically, um, Amanda Seals, she made she reposted something in her story um, that I thought was very relatable. Um, just piggybacking off of how people are trying to turn Kamala Harris into this angry black woman. Um, there was this young lady. Her name is Brittany Johnstone. Um, and she basically put a lot of white women this morning think they're Senator Harris in the situation we saw last night when actually we're Susan Page, which was the moderator, um, failing to hold white men accountable for their actions and failing to use what little institutional power and privilege we have to level the playing field. Now, this is actually a white woman who made this same comment. Um, and I think that that was um, such a timely response to this particular uh, debate and how there you have this woman that's in this, you know, amazing position politically to be able to, you know, uh, make a difference, you know, being the first um, uh, Indian slash black slash Jamaican woman, you know, vice president and being the first uh, vice presidential candidate of, of that nature. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> She's mixed as fuck is what you're trying to she say. Is, she is mixed. And you know, yes. I appreciate that. Yes. But I thought that it was a very timely response that this young lady made because, of course, people are going to be, oh, it's a male dominated world and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. But women, you when you're in a position of power, you have the opportunity to help another woman mm -hmm. who's being disrespected. Like use your privilege for good. Like you had the perfect opportunity to, to take control and be make like, this actually, debate. sir, what we're not going to do is speak over this other yeah. candidate when they're having their turn to speak. I agree. And then at one point, um, Mike Pence just kept again interrupting Kamala. And then the moderator, Susan Page, says, oh, well, you only have about 45 seconds. She's like, no, actually, I'm going to take the full time because he interrupted me and you let him keep, keep speaking. Now, as I said, professionally, I'm going to finish my whole full time. Like, come on, people, we you under, should understand that you have your responses you know, you only have a certain amount of time to, to make your responses. You have a limit. Two minutes, call it a day. Like, yeah, geez, I know you practiced before you got up on that stage. Come on. So, yeah. But anyway, no, they're saying like when white women see a colored woman in the spotlight, they're like, yes, girl, support you. Yeah. But when she comes across adversity, they're not doing the things they no. could do to help to push her along. Exactly. I see what you're saying. They're very much so just, well, you know, <laughs> I just have to make sure that I am in a good space before I make sure you're in a good space. You're already in a good space. You're white. It's like there's that one. Exactly. You know, it's the white privilege for me, but anyway, <laughs> so yeah. So, um, go ahead and get your Biden fly swatters for those Biden supporters. One thing I cannot wait for is again, Saturday night live, because I'm excited to see how they're going to turn this, um, into comedy because it's already comical enough. So, um, yeah. Even too with the presidential debate. Um, so this week as well. Um, so since uh, cut, 
since Trump. <laughs> I just, I don't know. So, and I'm not even like liquored up. <laughs> I had to drink again this week, y'all. The sober yeah. podcasting was not for me. Very true. So basically the next uh, presidential debate reportedly will be canceled um, because as we all know, Trump was positive for COVID and had a short stay at Walter Reed. And okay. Are you going to talk about how he doesn't want to do well, I was going to say he doesn't want to do politics anymore. He doesn't want to do debates anymore. Yes, because he, they won't be in person. And so Joe Biden, who is a smart man, who's like, listen, dude, I'm an old guy. Okay. I'm still at risk for, I'm a high population risk. And I don't want you to be spitting out on me and have all your particles going everywhere. So we need to do it via like a Zoom kind of situation. And of course, Trump is, you know, um, being a two-year-old and saying that, no, 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 no. I am not going to participate in a Zoom presidential debate. So even if this was like, uh, Darren, please cut the pauses. I can, I can formulate thoughts that just take me. Even if this was a calculated move right. on Joe Biden's part, mm -hmm. it's still founded because coronavirus Dude, you and like 22 staff members of the White House have now tested positive since Trump has tested positive. Like, if there's anything what? we know, the shit A is contagious as fuck, right? Yeah. But B, you don't know how it's going to affect you. You could just have a cold. You could just feel like you have the flu. You could end up on a ventilator in two weeks, and that's just scary. Exactly. And so, yeah, having your mask on is cool. Like, we know that does a lot, but right. like, not have you, we still don't know a lot about it. So, yeah. it's completely understandable that they'd be like, hey, like everything else in this country, we're going online. Yeah. Ugh. But even like, I mean, just with the recklessness of Trump, the fact that you got out of Walter Reed and instead of you taking your dumb ass home, you decide, oh, I want to drive by the protesters and take my mask off and let them know and show them, oh, I'm doing perfectly fine because I took hydroxychloroquine and I drunk, drunk disinfectant. And you literally put your mm -hmm. staff at risk who are driving with you in this car when in any other American or any other you know person who has tested positive for coronavirus and sent home by their hospital, they would be instructed to quarantine and get their behinds home. But no, you wanted to stand on the balcony with no mask on and wave to the people, look like you were just struggling to breathe. And mm -hmm. I was like, he probably got a hit of high flow before he came out there. You can, I, I understand that you're standing on a balcony. Yeah. You're away from these people. Will they probably get infected? No. But the fact that there are hundreds of thousands of people in America whose family members have died from this and yeah. you get to go and stand out there and just be, you know what I mean? You, they don't have access to the things you do. They're dying. Mm -hmm. People are dying. I don't fuck with coronavirus right now. But the thing we, is, he, he, even, he even made a comment was like, I had the virus. Don't let it take over your life. That's it's so disrespectful. killing people. We have like my have family members who have COVID Seriously. right now. Seriously, I see you. I mean, I'm, we just had patients die this week from COVID. Get people getting their limbs chopped off Do because I, they're going yeah. into you know uh, cardiac failure and are on all these pressors, and their limbs are becoming necrotic, and they're getting multiple amputations. And you're out here just don't let it take over your life. Do I think you should live your life in fear? No. Do I think you should have a healthy don't amount of fear either. against coronavirus? Yes. Wear the mask. Stay away from large crowds. Right. Still live your life and just know you may get it or you may not. And mm -hmm. it, you don't know how it's going to affect you. I yeah. agree. But there you can have a little bit of fear around it exactly and my thing is you are you trying to kill joe biden because why are you getting so mad that he don't want to be around you he's right like, now yeah he's a pussy come he's on like, he's like Kiss oh me. he's like he's like joe just come on let me spit a couple of spe speckles on he's you like a real president of the united states and then I can, the I can knock out my competition 
That's literally what he's trying to do. It's so stupid. Y'all are both old as fuck. Just be. I just hate. Oh, I'm just. You know what I'm getting tired of? Even more than these debates, I am getting sick and tired of these stupid people who are text messaging me talking about, "Hey, Monica, it's Brian." From are you so-and-so. registered to vote? Well, my thing is, it's from my because I okay, I still have my Florida number because I refuse to give it up. So it's people are just like, "Oh, are you voting in such and such county in Florida?" I'm are not you, a resident. My favorite is, can we count on your vote? And I was like, you can't count on shit for me. Who knows what I'll be doing that day so or he, what'll happen? So no, here's, 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 what what here's what I've been doing. Here's what I've been doing. Oh, y'all, she gets real. So she gets I've angry. been I've been copying their text message and sending it back to them and then block them so they can't. Respond. Do they? Ver- oh, I was gonna say, do they respond? No, because I blocked them. Mm. But I did. There was a couple in the very beginning that I did say, I am no longer a Florida resident. This is not Monica. You know, I'm just telling them. And I'm like, please remove my number from your list. And they're like, oh, thank you so much for letting us know. You know, but just be, be aware that you may get some other text messages from other people. How do they get my number? They just rent. They just go down the yellow pages. I mean, the, the white pages. yellow, the white, the white Who? pages. You've never heard of the white pages? No, I have, but I okay. didn't know they were real. They still, still have white pages. We yes. still have the white pages? There's still phone books. Yes. There's still you get a no. I have a no, phone book. In I my don't thing believe right it. Now. Where the fuck do you get a phone book from? I don't know. They just show up on my doorstep. No, every they year. do not. That's I'm such a waste serious. of paper. It is, but I no have one. No one uses that. They're ye- and it's a yellow pages. Yeah. Like you, they, they condense it. Like now. you can flip through the only thing I ever looked for was Pizza Hut, but you can flip <laughs> through and you can find the Pizza Hut. Yes. They condense Dude. it now. So it's the white pages in the front and the yellow pages in the back. It's all the same book? Yeah. Because they're not as big as they used to be. No, the yellow pages was like a thick ass yeah. book. Yeah. It's not that thick It's not anymore. as thick anymore. Mm-mm. Not thick with two no. C's? Because even too, a lot of people don't have house phones anymore. I don't have a house phone. I don't either. We I never did. We were too poor. When I first got my like internet and cable package, um, which I no longer have cable, but um, they were like, oh yeah, it comes with a house phone. Like we'll throw a house phone in for free. I didn't go to Walmart and buy a house phone. I don't want you calling my house phone for what? Mm-hmm. So then like, you know, when I would watch TV or whatever and like a telemarketer or something would call, it would come through my tv and say oh so-and-so is trying to call you i don't have the house phone to pick it up when i was growing up only rich people had house phones i mean my mom still has the same number that she had the day her and my dad got married and moved into their house they got married on a friday and closed on their house and moved in on a saturday the next that's day. wild yeah and they've had the same phone number number hmm. i've had the same number since fifth grade when my mom yeah. got me a phone because yeah. i told her everyone in fifth grade had a cell phone and i felt left out yeah because i was the only black kid and i didn't have a phone and so you just that, I lied and, and, and then, that's on racial injustice. Yeah, that's on turn that's on lying to my mom because no one had a cell phone. Yeah. And then I was the first one in my class with a cell phone. So like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm black, but I have a phone. And you don't. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anytime my mom doesn't answer her cell phone, I just call the house phone. Wild. Which she usually ignores because she always because <laughs> who her calls house the phone. house phone? Exactly. T- telemarketers. Yeah. Bill collectors. So yeah. So the yeah. Government. Pretty much. I mean, well, they can kind of see you through your phone anyway, because Big Brother's always watching and listening. So you got that front-facing camera. Your selfie camera is pretty much there looking at you. Next on the list that we're going to talk about. The docket. On the docket. So um, Tory Lanez has officially been charged with assault. Um, The assault and the shooting of... the semi-automatic firearm, ladies and gentlemen. Didn't I say it was a semi-automatic? I said that. Mm -hmm. I definitely said that. I need to tell you. Do you know it's... Max 22 years in prison. He's probably not going to get it. Max what? Max 22 years in prison. Oh, yes. But do you know what his real name is? No. Daystar Peterson. No, it's not. Daystar Peterson. There's two names in the middle. We're not going to discuss them. They're not important. D-A-Y-S-T-A-R Peterson. His government name, like on his birth certificate is Daystar. When he files taxes, it says Daystar Peterson. 
And he changed it to Tory Lanes. With a Z. I would think your government name would be Tory Peterson, and then you would change your name to, to the stage name of to no. Daystar. His what? His name is Daystar. That is insane. It sounds like a Christian news channel. <laughs> it sounds like a bite off of BET Star Power. <laughs> <laughs> It's Monday morning and you're listening to Daystar. Yeah, that's pretty weird. His name is Daystar. I'm not over it. And he shot the queen Yeah, with a semi-automatic weapon and he's facing 22 years in prison. And you know what? I would never wish prison on a black man, but I do wish justice on Maggie the Stallion. So what's got to happen has got to happen. Absolutely. That's that on that. Absolutely. So he definitely, um, he was charged. Oh, okay. That wasn't supposed to happen. Um, Darren cut that. Uh, so, yeah, he's been officially charged with assaulting Megan Thee Stallion. The Los Angeles County District District Attorney's Office um, announced he's facing, like he said, uh, one felony count each of assault with a semi-automatic firearm, personal use of a firearm, and carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. If there's one thing I wouldn't want to be, it's a black man facing the LAPD. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it, it'd be worse if he were in Florida because Florida has that, you know, you shoot a firearm, 1020 life, and that's it. No questions asked. So. He's lucky. Oh, so basically, too, um, Tory Lanez actually um, posted a, he responded to the news of his um, charging of assault. Dang it, I just lost it. Oh, there we go. Um, so he wanted to use emojis, which I hate when people do that. Just freaking type it out. Anyway, um, time will tell and the truth will come to the light. I have all faith in God to show that. Love to all my fans and people that have stayed true to me and know my heart. A charge is not a conviction. If you have supported me or Meg through this, I genuinely appreciate you. First of all, don't be saying Ooh. me and Meg like y'all <laughs> don't just... Don't bring me into this shit. Right. Also, uh, honest, truly innocent people don't send emails that look like they're from Meg the Stallion's camp trying right. to fucking, you know, what is the word I'm looking for? Like y'all cool? Not disenfranchise. Darren, cut all this. Words are hard. Disenfranchise. I've been drinking. What? When you try to make someone look like what they're saying is not right. Trying to discredit them? Discredit. Wow, you're so good at this. We should play this game more often. <laughs> Don't send emails like they look like they're from Magnus Science Camp trying to discredit her. Don't put out a whole fucking song. Exactly. Dissing her. Because and disrespecting that's not other what- black women too. Yeah, that's, I mean... It's so counterproductive to your case. Remember that time that Pusha T put out that whole diss track about Drake? And he was like, I can't even release mine. It would be too bad. And we all knew that he was lying. But now we're like, well. Maybe. Maybe. We'll never know. Because he never said anything. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I think when Pusha T revealed that he had a son, that was pretty much the nail in the coffin. He was like, anything else you say to him, it's it's not going to yeah. be as bad as releasing that. You have a whole son. You got a whole baby after whole baby. you're like, I'm never going to have a baby out and, of wedlock because my mama did that to me. Right. And then he had to come with a whole, I wasn't trying to hide the world from you. I was trying to hide and the world from the Lord. From <laughs> You from the world. <laughs> what? We were like, all right, dude, your kid's white. Yeah. We were just He's like, got a blonde afro. It was like the next day. You see all these <laughs> pictures of kids in college. <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> I was so, like, yeah, push it deep. Daystar, loose yeah. lips sink ships. Loose, <laughs> loose lips sink ships. ships. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know, man. Yeah, I only just, time will tell. Yeah, that's what happens. The truth, the truth will out. I mean, but the thing is, so. if you if they charge you with something, I mean, okay, let's go back to Law and Order. Okay, doom doom. Right, there are a lot of times where in Law and Order they charge someone. It's because they have enough evidence 
that links you to said crime, sir. Welcome to the podcast where we base our reality on TV shows. TV shows. Because Fictional TV. Art shows. depicts life. Just saying. So yeah, I just I just Daystar. can't believe I'm that. I'm only he, calling him Daystar from now on. Yeah, I just it's so weird. Daystar. Why would you name your child? I swear mind. there is something named Daystar. I'm looking it up now. Why do I feel why does that feel so familiar to me? Is it like Daystar? cafeteria food or a channel, a Christian religious channel? Daystar. Mm-hmm. Cause you know what people, I, I saw stuff on social media where it kept saying something about Daystar, and I was like, is that the name of his album or diss track or something? I didn't know what the heck it was. Daystar is Christian videos and live television featuring popular pastors like Joel Osteen, Joyce Meyer, and Joseph Prince. My mom loves Joseph Prince. That's why I know Daystar. Mm. The guy from the Philippines, you know. Yes, I like his hair. He goes, "Amen." What does my mom always say? She's like, "Amen, amen." That's all he says. <laughs> I can't. Church, amen, amen. I cannot. All right, so he's named after a television, a TV station. What if my name was Disney Channel? Would you talk to me? I would. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Clearly, Daystar is very lethal because he shot Megan in the foot. What's up, Nickelodeon? How you doing? I can't. I can't with you. All right, so early morning. Um, also in in um, I guess current events. Um, unfortunately, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend um lost lost their their baby it was that was horrible um she revealed through her twitter and she was kind of giving a play-by-play that oh you know she had been bleeding and she was in the hospital but that her and the baby were fine and then she kind of came back on and revealed to the world pretty much that they had lost their um their son and she said that they had been calling him jack for some odd reason they just ever since she found out that she was pregnant um or that she found out it was a boy they just kept calling him just jack just randomly and um so there were you know some photos where she was getting like um i believe it was she was sitting on like the side of a table um like the or table or something like that i don't know if she was getting an epidural or not but um and then there were other pictures where they were holding the baby and they were crying um i just i mean let's say some prayers for john legend and chrissy teigen um but i just feel like that was a very personal moment that probably should not have been shared i feel like people are 50 50. like i've heard half of people being like that was so weird and inappropriate and i don't think she should have shared that and then the other half of people are like that could probably benefit a specific group of people and she's so open online that's why she shared this and that's how some people cope yada 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 i'm not i don't know how people all do different things to make themselves feel spiritually fulfilled and i'm not trying to police that right but i think she is so open on social media and she had been like live tweeting the whole thing and kind of left people hanging and i think she was just like i just i'm just gonna let it all out there i just wonder though how that I mean, I know she's a very transparent person and she's she's very open with her with her fans and with her supporters. Um, I just I just don't know that that happening in real time, like sharing it as it's happening in real time. Like, do you even have time to process that yourself? Like it'd have been one thing if you were just been like you tweeted out, unfortunately, you know, we've lost our baby boy. Please keep us on your prayers. Please respect our privacy. Please respect our timing. And we will talk about it when we're ready. But the fact that you are actively grieving and then whomever is taking the photos and then pouring out this very vulnerable moment like i I definitely know that that's going to help a lot of people and i think a lot of her fans can probably help her out as well too because they may have gone through that and obviously they're not you know um in the limelight but um i think it's definitely a helpful thing for people but i just don't know the timing of it it's just like that's very that's very raw and and right in your face in that same moment like you're baby just died and you're sharing it with the world at the same time and you have no time to even 
take pause and grieve. You Maybe know? it's like a professor front loading the class, you know, like all Maybe. your assignments at the beginning and you just rush through and yeah. then at the end you have time to think about it. Yeah. Or maybe she was like, I'm going to have to leave this hospital and there's going to be paparazzi outside and I'm not going to have a baby and I'm going to have True. to explain why. And she did tweet that too. She did say it's so weird leaving a hospital like going in pregnant and coming out without a baby like yeah I mean, and can you imagine people taking pictures of it and being like what's going on and instead exactly. of dealing with all that she's just like listen here it is this yeah. is what happened this is how i feel about it yeah these are pictures we took i don't know she also seems like a very quirky person i don't know she i also have like, about, i don't know what it feels like to lose a baby that seems really fucking hard she seems like a like a very dark humor type person not that she thought that any of that was humorous obviously not but i think you know almost kind of like meredith gray like you you're a Grey's Anatomy fan oh yeah okay oh yeah so you know how Meredith Grey so many bad things happen she's just like you just roll with the punches like she, she was trying to tequila and dances in the living room right like she was just um Owen I'm not Owen yeah Owen got shot and then she was literally having a miscarriage and at the same time she no actively knows she's having a miscarriage but she just focuses on something else like I kind of feel like Creasy Teigen is kind of like that yeah just in the moment but um you know prayers up for definitely for um John Legend and Chrissy Teigen and all their family during this difficult time um, and praying that, you know, she takes the time that she needs to to heal and to really grieve and mourn the That's loss so of their child. That's so fucked up. It's just to have two, But like you make these two full babies, yeah. you know, your body's capable of making two mm -hmm. full babies and you get to this point and then your body's like, yeah, exactly. Dude, the human body is a messed yeah. up place. That's it's, childbirth. It's and to it's go the, through it publicly. It's the childbirth for me. Yeah. I mean, childbirth is a beautiful thing, though. I, I saw my best friend have my godson. And even though I had seen births before by working in, you know, postpartum labor and delivery and stuff like that, I had seen people, you know, kids being born before. But it's different when you know the person and then you get to see their strength. Like, I mean, my best friend and I have been best friends since the second grade. And she has definitely been like this person who's just like, oh, that's just Larissa. That's just Larissa, whatever. But to see her in this different light and have this strength to literally bring forth a whole human being it was just like to push oh out a freaking pumpkin from a puss it, it, you know okay I, mean? I made it sound a lot more pleasant you did, but that's what it was and here i am and <laughs> but no it definitely made me see a different side of her strength i mean she's all she was already a strong woman anyway but um that definitely put i think other things in perspective that oh my gosh this girl like is like a superhuman like you grow this baby and you push him out i mean it's insane and it's it's you know so again prayers up for john legend and chrissy Teigen. wait so your best friend's names are larissa and Alyssa. okay one of my best my best friend's name is larissa but you're not and your best other best friend's name is <laughs> y'all that's crazy she had a type you're so silly that's wild but what if it were larissa Alyssa, and marissa uh, oh oh uh, nah. Yeah. marissa if you're listening <laughs> shout out to, shout out to you <laughs> who happens to be a twin whose name does not have any s's in it <laughs> <laughs> yikes <laughs> all right so um we're gonna move on to the rehab corner all oh, right where are we yeah, yeah i'm sure you want to talk about rehab you want to talk about instagram um, pop culture let's talk about pop culture first let's talk about something fun let me tell you what's popping off on instagram this week Ooh, okay can't wait we'll start our flight uno ever played it yes okay they, i thought you were gonna say uno dose threats cut the what hey, my name hey, is monica t hey, i'm hey, and fine hey, 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 i blow your mind woo. <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry <laughs> we cannot stay on topic today all right go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> all right 
But yeah, that was good. Yeah. I've never heard that before. <laughs> it's an 80s thing, but okay. Uno, the game, ever played it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, did you see them tweet out that you can't play a draw two on a draw two? I did see that. Dude, is that fucked up? That's a lie, Uno. You need to take that back. That is a lie. Like, that's how you get people. Exactly. Oh, like, you, oh, you fucked me over. Here we go. Draw two, skip, reverse, draw two, exactly. draw two, draw two, reverse, reverse, Uno, reverse. and I'm out. Exactly. Yeah, I don't like whoever's tweeting for Uno. I don't think they're real. They need to stop that. Yeah, I'm going to contact social media team. You, yeah. I, we got to... You absolutely can put two draw twos on top of each other. Hell yeah. And you can put two draw fours on top of each other too. Yes, you can. Because you know what? They're matching fucking cards. That's right. Draw eight, bitch. And I'm upset. And yeah. I now I'm thinking about my whole peds rotation. And I taught those kids how to play Uno. They're playing the right. No, they're playing the right. That's very way. true. I just oh no, just stop trying to change the rules. Like stop. Like that's not what the instructions even say. As a cult, they probably do. Say they that. probably do this. We never As a culture, <laughs> we've all agreed that you can play draw twos on draw twos, yeah. wilds on wilds, draw fours on draw fours, and, and skips on skips. Them to, and sk skips on skips on skips. And you can do reverses on reverses. Mm -hmm. Now Reverse. you can't you can't double like your twos and your sixes and your seven like all your other numbers. But if you want to tag somebody's ass, you can definitely double up on it. Yeah, because I skip you twice, sucker. Skip skip. Exactly. Yeah, that was the first thing that pissed me off this week. Yeah. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Uno. The family you don't care about? Kardashians. Did you see all the stuff that happened in the latest episode? No, I did not. Okay, Kendall and Kylie get in a fight. They're screaming at each other. You didn't see any of the clips. Wait, are you sure this is not Courtney uh, and Kim? Because they fought too, right? Yeah, I'm positive. Everyone oh, okay. fights. Oh, well, they're sisters. I fight with my sisters too. R.E.M. said everybody hurts, but in this family, everybody fights. Well, because they're sisters. You can't not fight with the sisters. So. I have three of them. They all go to Palm Springs. Yeah lovely place i've mm -hmm. never been but i hear good things yeah all right pictures are great they're all supposed to chill shoot the shit be a little family unit cool mm -hmm. they all decide to go out kendall's yeah. pissed because she's like i only brought a bathing suit and a big t-shirt what am i supposed to go out in courtney's like you can borrow one of my cute ass outfits whatever yeah kylie steals the outfit oh gosh because kylie's the bill everyone know Ky kylie's the youngest kylie's the favorite kylie's the billionaire well she can afford to go buy her own dress but she didn't so oh it was fine. okay Kylie wears the outfit Kendall wants to wear. Kendall's mm -hmm. already pissed. Yeah. So, right. So, Kendall has to get something else. They already start this little tip at the house. Kylie starts getting drunk because she's like, fuck you. You're a <laughs> shitty sister. How are you going to yell at me for looking hot? Right. They all go to dinner. They have an okay time. Mm -hmm. And that's when the sound bite comes out that Kylie's like, I'm going to have another cup of 1942. Courtney, what the fuck are you on? Have you heard it? No. She's just drunk. Okay. She's living her life. She's having a good time. What is yeah. she, like 23? I can't yeah. relate they all decide to go to a drag bar afterwards okay kendall stays in the car mm. exactly she's like i'm tired not having a good time i'm gonna sleep in here yeah okay they all come out of the drag bar after having a good night mm -hmm. kylie's fucked up kylie Corey gamble chris's boyfriend oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay black ball mm -hmm. guy yeah and kendall they're all in an escalate together mm -hmm. the other sisters and chris are in another escalate because they're going back to palm springs the other ones are going back to la Gotcha. Because we're in California, so we can just like bop between cities. Right. Cool. So they call. You just hear basically on the clip, you just see the like the car with Chris and Kim and all them, mm -hmm. and it's just Kendall and Kylie screaming at each other. Oh god. And 
basically Kendall was like should I put my address and should I tell him to go to my house mm-hmm. and Kylie was like I'm not driving because I guess Kylie lives in Calabasas mm-hmm. and she's like I'm not driving all the way to the city to take you home and then coming back sister shit right yeah like fuck you blah, blah, blah. they start fighting like hitting each other and shit and they leave Kendall on the side of the street Kendall's dramatic as fuck because no I guess Corey, Corey had been like do you want me to call you another Escalade to take you home and she's like I'm not getting in an Escalade by myself you asshole are you fucking stupid they leave her on the side of the road the other car picks her up the fact that a grown man would leave this girl outside like dude so it's a bunch of weird shit wow. so basically like because supposedly kendall is saying that Corey, who's chris's boyfriend mm-hmm. was like fuck you like get whatever and uh kylie was like Corey never said that yada 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 but kendall was like i'm stone cold sober like i exactly yeah but if, what are they hunching or something i don't know but everyone mm. knows kendall's dramatic and kylie's a bitch and Corey's just trying to fuck chris and get tv Money. time so yeah. who knows what happened there's so much drama yeah that sounds like first of all anytime sisters fight just stay out of it me and my sisters we if we spend a much too much time together we will fight especially me and my oldest sister um and now with my nephew in the mix it's like okay i can ignore you and just focus on my nephew like yeah. i'm totally okay with that but if we spend too much time together we fight we're gonna get over it at some point like we're gonna get over it just don't jump in because if you jump in now you're gonna create an enemy out of both of us but it's like now the negativity is on you exactly so i'm like Corey, stay just stay out of it don't ever get in don't ever get in a fight between sisters because as soon as you do that they're both gonna gang up on you so just but don't Corey knew whose team to pick and it was the billionaires well because he's all about money that's very clear this is why he walks around with a damn man purse <laughs> but anyway yeah that's what happened isn't that crazy that that sounds Probably like to you but like to be rich you know i was gonna say but th- even if you're wealthy though like you don't you don't have sisters so you don't understand that life no yeah but i do my brother would never yeah, me and my sisters, I remember when my dad actually died, the week that he, we were having his funeral, <laughs> I was taking my hair out because oh, I had braids. And l- me and my oldest sister literally got into it. And then one of my other sisters jumped in and I just went off on both of them. And I was like, just shut up forever. Wow. Please shut up forever. And then we were fine by like, but I want to preface this by saying I had just gotten a wisdom tooth taken out. <laughs> I want to preface this by yeah. saying I was in pain. I literally drove. I we drove from Atlanta. Drugs. I was living in Atlanta at the time. We literally drove from Atlanta all the way to Fort Lauderdale in the middle of the night. And we didn't get there till like four o'clock in the morning. And my tooth was like on fire because I had already called into work the day before. Not the day before. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to go to work that Saturday. And then Sunday was my, my dad passed. Unfortunately, and Sunday, that same day we drove down and it was just I got a wisdom tooth pull and I was just like, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the mood. I'm cussing out everybody. I'm not. And my daddy just died. Oh, no. I'm cussing out everybody. Which is what I did. So. Damn. No. I could cuss out my brother and he'll still be like, oh, like, okay, shit. That's oh, because he's a guy. I know. Yeah. They get over stuff real fast. They do. It's great. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I don't know what it's like. I don't fucking know. I mean, I used to, I used to not like, I sometimes, sometimes I wish I was an only child to a degree. Um, but I wish I had more brothers than sisters because sisters are just catty. We're catty for no reason. Even when you're an adult, you're still going to be catty. It's just in you. So meh. it's fine. What else is going on in social media? <laughs> Lean, Leany. That's my mom's nickname. That's why I said that. Love you, mom. Nini's opening the Lenithia Lounge. Did you hear about it? Yes, in Atlanta. I did. That's why she's not coming back for season, th- what is it, 13 of Housewives? probably i know it's in the, the double digits at this point double digits yeah. she's opening a lot we have to go we're gonna have to go we have to take the podcast on the road and go to lenithia lounge yeah definitely well i mean i feel like most of them have opened up some type of business like that like yes and candy open up something pa- candy has uh 
the old lady gang. I think she has like three locations now, two or three locations. Mm-hmm. And then Cynthia has the Bailey wine cellar who doesn't know anything about wine. <laughs> that, that's not my words. That's literally what Kenya said. Anyway, and then Peter, you know, he had several restaurants and different lounges, I think in North Carolina and in Atlanta. And now Lanithia with Lanithia Lounge. I like that she's using her real government name. Lanithia, two ends. Yeah. You heard yeah. it here first. I like that she's using her government name. I like that it's in Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but the Lanithia Lounge yeah. in Atlanta. I it's, wonder if it's going to be like a hookah bar or something. I think it's a restaurant lounge. Mm, so it's just a restaurant. It's just a What's restaurant. What's the difference between a restaurant and a lounge? Lounges serve food too, right? I thought a lounge was drinks. So it's a bar. I thought a, so maybe it's a restaurant bar, but like with like a tufted boots jones boots. rest rep jones restaurant and tapestry remember that from I, girlfriends no, no. okay you know, i didn't watch girlfriend. girlfriends like that oh i'm i'm under 30 so you're a disgrace like you're that. a disgrace i'm thinking for lanithia lounge like food but also like tufted velvet booths and dim lighting you know definitely to set you in a mood yeah yeah put you in a nice sophisticated mature no mood. white refrigerators oh god no no are we, white are people microwaves. still doing that no but she hates that so stainless steel everything even if you do have a white microwave or a refrigerator please get uh, go on amazon and get the uh paper stuff that you can put over it to make it look like it's stainless steel there's <clears throat> wait what yeah there's like little adhesive that you can put on there i, I saw this lady on tiktok do it in the ghetto well, Lanithia stays out of there. That's some ghetto Ooh, shit. Ooh, the ghetto. The ghetto. <laughs> you want to make ghetto. your white microwave look stainless steel by putting a sticker on it? Yeah, but it, I... it, some people do it, and it, it looks very professional. Really? Yeah. I'm going to look into it. We have a micro- white microwave. Oh, is that why you're saying that? Don't clock me. Yeah. Listen, I only have stainless steel because it came with my house. There you Builder, go. That shots out to the builder's warranty. <laughs> All right. The Islamic community was coming for Rihanna because in the Savage Fenty show, what happened? She used this soundbite from a song, and it was the uh, it's like a Islamic hadith, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right, which is basically like the Prophet Muhammad's words, and it's forbidden to use that. I don't know inappropriately. Yeah, because so you're she, only supposed to use it in a prayer or what? Yeah, or oh. you know where it's supposed to like religiously. Religiously, and she okay. fucking put it to some dubstep. Yeah, and they were like, "Honey, this ain't it." Wow, who was on her team that did that? Though? I don't, I, I don't know, but I think like she hurt. It was a soundbite of another song, yeah. so she just took it and they remac remixed it and mastered mm. it for the show. Yeah, because you know Rihanna's a she's a lover and she is uh you know lover of all things all people super inclusive so i definitely don't see her doing that you know purposefully that was like, definitely also wasn't your last boyfriend middle eastern yeah but that doesn't mean you know the sacred prayers i know but i'm just like i don't know my aunt's muslim i don't know any sacred muslim prayers islamic prayers nothing i mean and she used to wear um the her, you know her is it a hijab yes and jobs a headpiece a burqa yes. the whole she used to wear the whole spiel like i think that's a burqa yeah she doesn't wear it as much i think she when she goes to, to is it called temple temple when she goes to prayer to church she and she, she, she wears her time that. with the lord right well it was the apology for me because i think the real what the real apology should be like the standard form of apology on question she says something very eloquent and very apologetic you can be sure as shit that she just like accepted responsibility and yeah. apologized yeah. i'm gonna read you what she said okay what this she is say? from her camp Okay. From Rihanna herself? Yeah. Bad girl Ruby. (laughs) I'd like to thank the Muslim community for pointing out a huge oversight that was unintentionally offensive in our Savage X Fenty show. 
I would more importantly like to apologize to you for this honest yet careless mistake. We understand that we have hurt many of our Muslim brothers and sisters, and I'm incredibly disheartened by this exclamation point. I do not play with any kind of disrespect towards God or any religion, and therefore the use of the song in our project was completely irresponsible. Moving forward, we will make sure nothing like this ever happens again. Thank you for your forgiveness and understanding. I, I need that. every company, celebrity, yeah. person with a brain and a heart yeah. to take note of that. That's all you need to freaking do. Exactly. And because you know she meant that, like, wholeheartedly. But all you need to do is like, hey, I did this. I didn't I'm understand sorry. how fucked up it was, but yeah. it was fucked up. I apologize. Absolutely. won't happen again, y'all. Absolutely. That's it. Why is that so hard for yeah. everybody? That, that, because, again, you know, Rihanna is not a person for a scandal like that she is very respectful very open she's a pisces not the fact that she was raised right no, no that doesn't have anything to do with it just because she's a pisces she's awesome emotional. so and that's on the astrological signs awesome but yeah i think um that that sucks I, I think that you know i think people know that rihanna is not that type of person to do something um purposefully um harming to a group of people because she is so is so inclusive and is so i think she just thought it was a banger and it was she probably and, and that's it's also why, insensitive but, but see this is why you got to be very careful when you do like with music with sound bites and stuff like that even um okay so i don't know that you remember this song so missy elliott came out with get your freak on right remember that go, song get your freak on go, get so your freak in the beginning on. of the song and hopefully I, this is, is not that show shit people you know okay you know she just did a dance and it's really weird but in the beginning of the song there's a guy that comes on in the beginning my best friend and i learned what he said the man says that's literally what he says i don't know what he's saying so if that is something offensive i apologize right now what the fuck did you just say but it sounds, she cursed me and my family my godchildren but it sounds so cool when he says it mm -hmm. in the beginning of the song and she's like hey Pinka. and it was like we gotta learn that so but you have to be so very careful when you are a celebrity and or just not even celebrity just but just using words that you don't know like even in spanish i remember one time i said something in spanish to one of my coworkers, and i was like and i, I was trying to say one word but i guess i ended up saying the word bitch in spanish and i was puta? like no that's what yeah but puta? i said but i said something else uh Perita? no it was bitch in spanish which is punta is it puta yeah because yeah. there's a, a grandfather and a um, hispanic grandfather and granddaughter that are on tiktok that are very famous and he's always saying like the word for idiot what is idiot in spanish Idiota. no it's um cabrona no it starts with a p Berit, ber, puta. it's puta but puta's isn't that bitch? fucked up puta's kind of fucked up. no but that's what what does bitch mean in spanish i mean what how do you say bitch in spanish well like i berita is like female dog no it's it's when they say idiot because he's calling her an idiot in spanish what does like i think i thought what that was like slut fucker prostitute let me see Where's, we need it's not it's not punta because punta is bitch right i apologize to the spanish community idiot is idiota no it's another tonta one. estupida no it's another word that he that he calls her all the time he's always like loca bomba it's with the, it starts with a p and i thought it was that and i was just like so what does that mean and so she told me she's like oh god never say that and i was like oh okay never mind so yeah you just have to be very careful when you're saying stuff in other languages so again if that missy elliott soundbite that i just said perfectly <laughs> that is offensive i do apologize because i don't know what that but it means. was i feel like in the 90s you didn't have the internet like you did now so you could say offensive shit not that you meant to say offensive yeah. shit but you could say things that wouldn't necessarily 
be okay now yeah and they would fly just because we didn't there wasn't such a push for inclusivity and yeah. understanding like there is now but now when you say shit people are like you should know better you should know yeah. the history you should be aware there's this whole group of people mm-hmm. who could be offended by that and you and they have a voice now because they're on social media yeah and it's like at what point i don't know it's just that weird thing of like people aren't trying to hurt people mm-hmm. very true it's like so what's the responsibility on you to know what you're putting out and know yeah. what it means to certain people and what's the like line where you're like all right that's too much because even with beyonce when beyonce came out with um uh drunken love and you drunk know how- love. cut it please darren cut that it came out of nowhere i am definitely oh my keeping god it in the darren cut it i, I am, am keeping it i'm keeping it just because you did that no please. so when she it's came out lie. with drunken love and you know how the lady's like right so people some people can say well is that like you know an islamic chant or is that you know something that can be offensive and you know all this other kind of stuff and because you take a sound bite from another song you don't know what it is or your producer or you know um can take it from a song and you're just like oh my god that sounds great so it's like innocently it's innocently because you're, you're not the one who made the beat like you not the one who made the song so somebody comes and brings you something it's it's definitely the responsibility that's on what them, i'm but. saying so at what point now there is before i don't think the, the same responsibility applied right. like you just did what you wanted you could say even like watching tv the jokes were different yeah the comedy hit different right right, the right. themes were different right mm-hmm. and now it feels like everyone has this responsibility to like own up to the fucking third degree of what this yeah. could potentially mean or who this could potentially offend and at what point does that get to be ridiculous but i think you also have to understand the intent behind people as well like rihanna like i said rihanna is not a person who is you know discriminatory or disrespectful she is not that type of person she definitely and she displays this consistently i mean you know even even her stuff that she went through with chris brown she never disrespected him she was like don't disrespect him in front of me like that was something that happened you don't know what actually took place you were not there blah 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 but I think, you know, it's always good to think good good intentions of people that she obviously didn't know what this meant. She just heard it. She thought this sound great. Let's put it in the show. I definitely, you know, because your, your juices are going, your creative juices are going. So, you know, I don't think that she, um, I think people need to also look behind the intent of people. Now, if you just got a song that's out here, nigga, 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 and you a white dude and it's just like, what really that's or or saying a hispanic um slur or native american slur or asian slur you know stuff like that but if it's in a uh, you know a totally different language even too with tattoos some certain tattoos that people get asian like, t- it's always asian tattoos you oh never yeah know that you don't says. know what that stuff says and even too like i love like the polynesian culture mm-hmm. i love tribal their tats. tribal tats oh mm-hmm. my god they're beautiful love i personally tat. would never get them because i don't know what that means i don't understand the history behind it even though i think it looks cool and i think it looks great and i would love to have one i just personally couldn't bring myself to actually get it because I don't understand, you know, the the history behind that. And when I've seen some videos of, you know, um, Samoan people who are getting the traditional tattoos, they don't use an, an ink gun. They use a traditional like needle and they're literally banging it through your skin. And it's a whole process. It's yeah. a whole spiritual kind of, you know, event that happens. So I think again, people should also, I mean, it was great that people told her about it so she wouldn't continue it. But at the same time, you know, think best intentions that she's not that type of person to, you know, purposefully um, be malicious in her, you know, uh, delivery of something. So, I mean, that was a beautiful apology though. Cause you can tell she really meant it. That's all you need. Yeah. 
acknowledge that you fucked up, apologize for it, moving forward. What yeah. I'm gonna do about it? Change behavior. Don't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. But also, when does it get annoying that you're like, I didn't mean to fucking do that, but okay, I get it. Yeah, but I think she she has done. That was probably what the first misstep she's ever had in her career. Like where she said something or done yeah, something. I don't remember anything else. Yeah, I don't remember anything else that Rihanna has Wanna ever ask done. Or by Chris Brown, but that wasn't her fault. And then she went on Oprah and said she forgave him. Well, and that she messed up too. I don't necessarily say that you can't say that that's her, not her fault. They had an argument. I mean, I think she bit him and slapped him in the face. All I'm saying is. I'm just saying some shit transpired between the two of exactly. them. Exactly. The world framed it as him beating her ass. He was put on trial by social media. Yeah still is unfortunately she but i fat okay listen here's what i'm thinking follow me on this journey mm -hmm. if i'm dating this guy and we're both famous we get into a fight i know what i did i know what he did yeah but then when i see it on social media and in the news and shit like they're all going after him i feel bad as shit well the, the reason why everybody went after him is because the pictures were released of her face and she looked fucked up and he <laughs> put horns that. on her fucking head so and i'm not making light of domestic violence at all i'm just saying that. if if the if the pictures were never released of her face i think people would have been like oh it's just a lover's quarrel mm -hmm. you know tina turner and ike turner bobby and whitney whatever they just had an argument but when you find out that they got a fight in a fight because and when you read the police lip, report right and all of that was was but here's the thing what i will say and this is not applicable this may not be applicable to chris brown and rihanna because again people need to stop bringing up that shit because it already happened she forgave him he forgave her she, and went, moved on on. Oprah. she went on Oprah. Exactly. she said i've forgiven him y'all have to moved do on but i do agree that women stop putting your hands on men and then trying to cry when they beat your ass that's all i'm saying stop putting your hands on men who are scientifically stronger okay and can be more aggressive than you and you try to assert your authority by putting your finger all in their face and mushing them in the face they got every right to break your whole jaw off your neck there is stop something about testosterone it's a wild hormone yeah but stop playing with these men stop putting your hands on these men and not expecting them to hit you back because if you do that to a female she has every right anybody that you hit has the the god-given right genderless. to hit genderless, genderless you put your, hit finger, your ass back. you put your finger in my face as soon as it touches me that's i'm it. coming for your whole mouth and your jaw to break it completely off your neck i'm just saying testosterone builds up in men yeah. because they have a lot of it it builds your muscles up right your they're supposed to be stronger than us so stop playing yeah. with these men i'm just saying stop playing with men stop hitting on them you ain't gonna do not hit me i call the police you're gonna call the police with a broke jaw thank you and good night that's on that but i'm just saying yes in my head i'm thinking i'm a celebrity it yeah never happened but here we are i'm imagining they'd be fucked i'd be like hey everybody let's calm it on down yeah yeah i mean it's it's again rihanna but what is snapchat a did was fucked up do you remember that what do you remember when snapchat was like team rihanna team chris brown oh yeah i just think that stuff like that is so stupid like that's why snapchat was canceled and we got on instagram mind, stories mind the business that pays you you nobody was with them but them they only know the story again things were tra transpired because i don't even want to talk about this anymore they have moved on chris brown is over it rihanna is over it move on and that's on domestic violence i right. hear you poo all right so we're gonna go over to the rehab corner and we rolling, 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 rolling to the corner, rolling to the corner. Welcome to the rehab corner, everybody. All right. So in the rehab corner, our topic today is uh, your mental health and your job and also misleading coworkers. 
we're going to start with the funny first with the misleading coworkers. I had a patient this week that I guess Alyssa called herself retaliating against me because of a patient that Here's she saw. Here's the thing. Sometimes you go to see a patient <laughs> and they're completely A, normal, B, functional, C, independent. So you see them. It's a good day. They're on the up and up. You tell your partner from PT, hey, funny story. I saw that person. Totally fine. Signed off on them. It's going to be a quick eval. Easy thing for you to do. Go ahead and see them. And it doesn't work out that way because people change. Yeah. I go into this man's room. First of all, he's sitting on the side of the bed with his tray table in front of him. That should have been a sign. He's in because he's independent, no, which no, no. is what I said. No, no, no. But it was the way you said it. You set me up a failure. So I go to see this guy and I go in. Hi, my name is Monica from physical therapy. I came to do an evaluation on you that the doctors ordered. Is that okay? And he's like, first of all, you're gonna have to slow down. And I'm like, okay, not a he problem. He just likes me. I don't know what's wrong with you. I we had know. a good time. So I said, Okay, no problem. I'll, I'll slow down a little bit. Obviously, when you tell me to slow down, it, I'm gonna talk faster because now you've broken well, that's my concentration. On you. But that's my that's just my brain. That's the way my brain works. And so the guy says, so I said to him, All right, well, I'm gonna go over some um some questions, you know, just kind of about your home life and things that you were now. I'm just gonna need you to go ahead and slow down because I can't hear what you are saying. <laughs> and I was like, Sir, this is an older white man for yes. And then I told him I was like, Sir. You don't have to be rude because that's not the game we're playing. It's Friday. I have I wasn't rude to you. Don't be rude to me or else this evaluation is going to be done. And he's like, I'm just saying, I've asked you multiple times. This is the second time you're asking me to slow down. <laughs> and I'm trying my best to slow down my verbiage so that you may be able to understand you what I'm saying. You caught him on an off day. He's great. Listen. Then the man starts. So we get over that little hump. And so he's like, I, I apologize. I'm so sorry. It's just been a lot going on. I'm like, it's totally fine, sir. Let's just start over. Hi, I'm Monica from physical therapy. I literally gave my whole spill over again. So we get through it. He apologizes. And then he starts talking about what he used to do for a living that he has. Uh, he comes from a, a general family of uh, doctors and they all have geniuses i'm sorry and that he has a phd in artificial intelligence please let I'll me know tell the audience i didn't get half this information listen this man first of all please let me know in the comments if there is a such thing as a phd in artificial intelligence i have never heard of it but it's not saying that it's not there and he also told me that you know he had a contract <laughs> He literally said, well, I, I signed a 14 year contract of secrecy with this company because I used to work for AT&T and I went to go fix one of the towers. And when the guy had the door open, it was literally like a, bo a silver boomerang looking device with these bit the biggest chains I've ever seen chained to the floor. And it was just floating in the air. And the guy who was in charge came over there and was like, God damn it. I told y'all to keep this door closed. And that day they made me sign a 14 year contract of secrecy. And it's literally up this month. And now we're a conspiracy theory podcast. Exactly. And so he just started telling me, he was like, he was like, honey, if I told you all the stuff I saw in my life, being an artificial intelligence doctor, and I worked for the military and all this other kind of stuff. And I was just like, hmm, tell me about Area 51. He was I'll like, oh, it's the, real. I'll say this about that. I thought artificial intelligence didn't, wasn't up and coming until like the last 10 years. That's the same thing I said. But I could also be just, you know, me, a normal civilian person. And this man is age. like late 70s early 80s so i was just like hmm, that's very interesting yeah, like, i'll never like he could know more than i could i just in my head artificial intelligence means like robots and yeah. shit well then he also told me too that i reminded him of his niece who's half black and i'm like why do patient like patients out there in america why do you feel the need to tell me a story about another black person as if I know all black people and I remind you say that I remind you of your niece 
because she is so funny or she talks fast or she's fat or something because then that's relatable why does it have to be about the color of my skin you know what there was this nice woman this nice woman i met colored girl what <laughs> that's my favorite i haven't been colored since 1960 something my favorite is that I'm actually half black. He didn't fucking tell me anything about his niece. I guess I'm he doesn't pissed. like you. He saw the white in you. I guess he just he didn't. He did. Yeah. Well, I, he gave me some lip at the beginning and I was like, no, sir, that's not what we're going to do. Yeah. He was like, all right. So yeah, the this is misleading coworkers where you basically, oh yeah, you're going to discharge because he him, was Monica. Fi- he didn't tell me. I swear. He's super fine. I he saw him for all of this. 10 minutes. I walked in. He did everything I needed. No help at all. And I was like, perfect. Meanwhile, goodbye, sir. I was in his room for 27 minutes because he was telling me about the aliens he knew about <laughs> and who's are his friends. Dude, did I ever tell you about the patient that told me about the sound bowls and how he had been to different countries and how he looks up conspiracy theories? Did and somebody tell him. you to go in there and see him because he was independent? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wasn't misled. Oh, okay. I was just taken awesome. aback. I'm, I'm glad that you were not misled because I was. Um, but then also... Um, mental health in your job i'll say this about that yeah i know everyone at home's wondering how this job has affected my mental health it's poorly first of all your this, job or your mental health my mental health oh, okay <laughs> this job is emotionally exhausting people just like divulge secrets and family truths and deep inner thoughts shit that they haven't told anybody else that they're like oh finally you're here and you asked about it let me tell you everything and you have yeah. to be like not a beat about it, but you have to be understanding and just like, yeah. I understand. I get it. I told both. You have to be a psychologist and a therapist. It's at the same freaking time. exhausting, especially yeah. on. Listen, I totally understand that people need to have an outlet, right? I get it. Yeah. But it's exhausting to have eight, nine patients a day and for you to go in there for all of them to just unload their shit on you and for yes. you to take it and be like, I completely understand and how can I form this into something positive so we can All get while it. you see them actively dying. Actively dying. <laughs> but you're like, I have to transform this into something that can yeah. motivate you to get you up and make you physically better. Exactly. And it's freaking exhausting. Yeah. Second of all, I my ego is so fucked now because I go into these rooms of like 50, 60, 70 year old men. All mm-hmm. I do is flirt with you and yeah. I think I'm hot shit. And then I come out into the real world with people my age. I don't get flirted <laughs> with like that. And I'm like, what is wrong with what's wrong with me? It's not what's wrong with them. It's what's wrong with me. It's because they're looking for a caregiver. Ex- literally in the hot. I'm like, I am hot shit in this hospital. Everyone I go in, every man I see compliments me, tells me something nice about myself, tells me how great I'm doing, that they're the best person they've seen all day. He also may just want extra like cranberry juice and graham crackers. It, that's what I'm saying. Or he to may me, think I'm you have like, Percocets in your pocket. I'm just like, sir, stop. Oh my God, you're crazy. Yeah. They may think that you have extra Percocet. Listen, Y'all. the same thing used to happen when I used to work in a prison. So I used to work at a prison, right? And She was in prison. <laughs> I was not in prison. I used to work there. I literally clocked in and clocked out and went home. And when I worked at this particular prison, it was a male, it was a male maximum security prison in South Florida. And what was funny was these guys would flirt with you. They noticed everything about you. When Every you, incident? I'm just like, when sir. When you lose weight, you change your hair. Oh my God, you have such a beautiful smile. And you were just probably crying before you came to work. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> ugly. And then this guy, this guy who's in prison is just like, oh my God, you're the most beautiful woman that I've seen. And you're just like, oh, thank you. But you got to say no. <laughs> you have to say, Y'all, the other day I came back. I was on the floor. I came back to the office and I was like, do y'all think it'd be crazy if I dated someone who's 60 years old? <laughs> because nope. my patient was six years old, flirting the shit out of me. And I was like, damn, is 60 to 26 really that bad of a jump? It's not. Yeah. Anna Nicole did it. 
I mean, yeah, but look how that turned out. She was a millionaire. But I'm just like, you're around these men, these old men all the time. Am I attracted to them? No. no. But they're just telling you sweet nothing. They're charmers. They're charm. All they're of charmers. them. They're, they're all charmers. Tra- you would think they're polygamous. Yeah. Or just play. They're just charming the shit out of you. And then sometimes they they th- like especially when you're trying to help them stand and they'll like mistakenly touch your butt or something. And yes. You're just like, all right, Mr. Johnson. You just oh, I'm so sorry. I, had, I remember I had this one little Irish man. He was a um he was a veteran and. He ha- he did have dementia, and so every time I ch- tried to help him stand, he kept like tapping my butt and was like, "Oh, sweet dearie, sweet dearie," and I'm like, "You got one more time to touch my butt, dude. At least take me to dinner first before you start feeling on me, okay?" I'm like, are you coming back to see me? Am I gonna see you? Tomorrow? I know, like, and they want you to come. You? I don't want you to leave. I'm like, sir, stop it. I haven't had this attention in a while. It's yeah. dangerous. But please. here, but on the flip side, especially these female um, staff, uh, female patients without male therapists like there's one particular therapist oh my, that we have in our department the male therapists are even worse they're horrible we have this one therapist who every every female in the hospital will do anything for him because they think he's so Smoke gorgeous show. and this one patient i think she was like oh when when ot was seeing her she's like oh is so and so coming to see me today let me put on my fancy robe and she would literally turn her gown around and so that the front part of the gown would be open, open. and, and this like, physical therapist had told the occupational therapist like hey does she can you do dressing with her or something yeah. when you go in because i just come in i feel so bad her gown is always open to the front <laughs> and, da, 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 da. and the ot was like really that's never i've never seen yeah. that but like next time i go i'll check it out the ot tells her do you want physical therapy's going to see you do you want me to help you fix your gown she's like oh no no, no. i have to get my gown right for the for the, for the therapist, therapist. <laughs> that's kind of the physical therapist and fucking had her tatas out for this literally man. on purpose y'all and you can't go to work with that five days a week have that energy no. and then you come home on the weekend you're like all right well some guy comes up to me in a bar i'm like no you have to come 150 because i have a 75 year old man right now at the hospital waiting for my ass who will tell me everything i need to hear all i gotta gotta come correct all i gotta do is just be like let's get out of bed sorry you and me let's sit on the edge of this bed it is crazy it is absolutely crazy and that's on my self-esteem yeah but it's it's amazing it's crazy the dynamic that you go through from your first patient of the day, great patient, they're doing awesome. Second patient's dying. Third patient makes you laugh your ass off. Fourth patient's dying. Fifth patient is an asshole. Sixth patient is great. Seventh patient, they're near death. And you're just like, you go through all of these ranges of emotions all within an eight hour period of time, plus deal with all the expectations that you have in your department, plus deal with shitty leadership you also have and to or great leadership. who you are in each room. Yeah. For one person, I... You're a puppet. To, you have to be like high energy, get them up, get them moving. For one person, they're yeah. fucking depressed. You got to bring it down to their level so exactly. they can understand you. For the other person, they're having weird dynamics with the family that's in the room. So right. you got to play mediator between them for mm-hmm. the... It's just, it's exhausting. It's a lot. No it's one told me I was signing up to be a fucking therapist. Yeah. This is why when I come home, I will take a shower, I eat, and then I go to sleep. And I take naps. This is why I take naps at 6.30 at night. Y'all, it's a lot. And everyone's, yeah. listen, when you work in a hospital, unfortunately, everyone is dying. So I feel like yeah. as immune to death we are and as like emotionally blunt to death we are, yeah. it's still, we don't realize it's just exhausting yeah, it is because you have to you have to kind of process it in your psyche, and this is why dark humor is dark humor just follows us. And even on this podcast, we can laugh at death to a degree, and mm-hmm. it's not that we're making fun or light of it, but in order to process to it in your brain, to keep from crying, you really do. And I mean, some of the things that you go through, like 
Alyssa and I had the pleasure of co-evaling this week. Oh my God. Yeah, she was the best day of her life, Listen, y'all. No, we co-evaled this one patient who was a fresh heart transplant. Mm-hmm. And so the patient, we were <laughs> walking in the hallway and this patient says, what did he actually say? This is what happened, y'all. I have to she has no humor. filter i have no filter i try really hard in the hospital i yeah. really do because i know it's bad with these patients but for the most part i'm just like we got to keep it light and funny because you're close to death yeah. and hopefully you're gonna keep them, <laughs> we're gonna meet you on the good side but you could pass over to the wrong side so this patient's walking in the hall i haven't co-treated with Monty in a while yeah right? so we're getting into the groove we get this guy out in the hall he's walking we do a couple laps and he was like, do we go one more? Monty said, we can go one more. We can stop. I'm down for whatever you're down for. Like, it's up to you. you do, whatever sir, you want to do. Feel. He said, well, I think we could do one more lap. And I said, famous last words, sir. Literally, literally, this man had a heart transplant three days ago. And she's like, famous last words. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, with my look, I'll probably pass out on the floor. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> it is Friday. Okay. You will not be passing out because I will not be doing it. And then, and then Alyssa goes to say, well, sir, you won't be falling today because we don't want to do any extra paperwork because it's Friday. Now, I agree. I'm not doing extra paperwork. She's like, because we're trying to get out of here on time, even though she jinxed the both of us. And then I was like, let's, she's like, knock on something. So I literally had to knock on the drywall. I was just like, sir, listen, I've made it this whole year without a fall. We're not falling today. I'm not trying to stay any later than I need to. Go walk to that window. Yeah. We're coming back. And she he's like, literally <laughs> jinxed that. Sir, I've survived a whole year out of school without a fall. Great. Now I'm he's going to fall and bust his head and be a, a, a <laughs> subdural hematoma thing. Thanks a lot. You got to read your patients. I read that patient and I was like, we can joke around and we're going to get this done. Yeah. And it motivated him. I think. Yeah. Maybe. You scared the crap out I of him. I probably scared the crap out of him. I was like, this but is sometimes you're just so tired. That's like I got in the elevator and I was just so tired and there was yeah. a patient in a stretcher in the elevator. And I said, how are you doing, sir? He's like, I'm good. How are you? And as the elevator door opens, I'm like, I'm good. I'll be better when I can get out of here at 4 p.m. And I walk right. out. And then I walk out and I'm thinking, damn, you can't leave at 4 p.m. No, You're you stuck in this shit. That was so fucked up yeah. to tell you. But you know what? I use it as a, as a manipulation tactic for my patients all the time when they don't want to participate. And I'm like, listen, you are stuck in this hospital with horrible food. And you know what I get to do? I literally get to go home every single day and I get to sleep in my Tempur-Pedic mattress. And you're stuck here on a twin bed. And that's on freedom. So do you want to get out of here or not? It's a little flex, but you got to do it. You yeah. literally, I, I'm like, I literally get to go home and I can eat whatever I want. I can watch my 65-inch screen TV in the comforts of my own home in AC. And you got to sit over here and share a room with Mr. Johnson who keeps farting all day. Do you want to so get up or not? Let's get up and get out let's of here. Let's get up. And then when you put it in that perspective, they're like, fine, I'll do it. I want Chick-fil-A, dude. Yeah. It's like, thank you. Thank you very much. People will move mountains for Chick-fil-A. They really will. They really will. Oh, speaking of mountains well not mountains or just chick-fil-a anyway this one patient mountains this patient loved chick-fil-a we actually so this week i had a really great experience um there was one patient who actually um so yeah so um this week there was a patient that actually came back they were um, positive for covid and on ecmo and this is a patient that we had to fight with so much and i literally had to use that tactic on her with regard to you want people wiping your butt for the rest of your life i get to go home to my plush bed and you're stuck in here in a twin bed but she would only cooperate in a loving way in a loving way yes and she well i have to scream because i was in an n95 and a face shield <laughs> yeah and, so it sounds like and a gown. Exactly. it definitely sounds like womp, 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 yeah. womp, womp, womp. so she would only cooperate for like chick-fil-a 
me and, as a patient. Yeah, but then she would waste it. Like you, they would the nurses would literally order like Uber Eats, Chick Fil A to the hospital and give it to her, and she would waste the fries. And I used to be sitting there like, and she would waste the fries. I love Chick Fil A fries with Polynesian sauce, and I'm just like, you just wasted these fries, and I can't eat them because you're you got COVID, so I can't eat your fries. So that was but anyway. me. Like you know when you just want a bite of one thing, and you're like, I'm not doing it until I get that one. Well, bite. you don't eat anyway, so that's part of the problem. Alyssa's very wasteful when it comes to food, but anyway. But yeah, she came back to the hospital and she literally thanked, you know, our team for helping to save her life. And she made like this plaque and everything. And she was just really grateful. And I, you know, she was just like, I know I, I gave you guys a hard time and you used to yell at me every day, but I'm so thankful. And I was just like, so I do what I do, man. So why I do what I do. So I know I'm not a parent, but I imagine it's what a parent feels like to yell at this person every day about something that they think is not important, but yeah. you're like, I know how this could benefit your life and you just got to do it. Yeah. And you, you yell at them for years. Yeah. Yeah. And then they come back as an adult and say, you know what? Oh my God. Thank you. Thanks for, for whooping my ass, my mom. Every day. Exactly. I mean, organization and dedication. Yeah. and blah, thanks, blah, blah. thanks for whooping my ass, mom. And I'm like, Hey, you just need to get up out of bed. Just move your ass, please. Yeah, just come get on. up. You and me go take a bath, clean your room. Let's go wash your hair. And that's on OT. That's on OT, baby. Yeah. ADLs. Yeah. Anything else? That's all I got for today. All right, folks. Well, that's that's it for this episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Tune in next week where we explore uh, patio furniture, mm -hmm. um, cinnamon raisin bread. Asystole. And vacuum cleaners. Just to name a few. Absolutely. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you next Tuesday. What's love got to do? Got to do with it. I'm keeping this in the podcast. Please I hope no. you know that. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm not Cut. editing it out. Nope. Cut. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of The Face Off with Fleming and Fowler. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at The Face Off Pod. Be sure to tune in to The Face Off every Tuesday where new episodes are released. <laughs> <laughs>